Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Score on Air proudly brings to you its one-time NASCAR podcast of the world, the madman Logan Morris, the king of the hill Ryan Hill, the hottest wheels in motorsports, the Red Flag Podcast. How we doing, gentlemen? Doing fantastic. Yes, well, here we are on time, ready to go, feeling good. 11 to 12.30. Yes, we'll be here right on time. Uh, I can uh, enjoy a beverage this week. Yes, you That's can. That's right, he can, and mm-hmm. we'll get into why he can enjoy that tasty beverage over there later on. But first... We have a race to talk about, which, I mean, we have a lot of races we, to talk about. We got plenty to talk but about there today. there was one that was above all the rest. It was, dare I say, a star. Almost like an all-star. That's right. We had the all-star race because if you watched our show on Wednesday, and you should have. Yes. Looking at all of you. You should have watched our show on Wednesday because we did an all-star show leading up to the all-star race. Which was in Bristol, baby. Bristol. It's Bristol, baby. It's Bristol, baby. It's Bristol. It's Bristol, baby. And uh, let's talk about the Open first. Because, obviously, start of the start of the weekend, start of the week. It's wide open, boys. And uh, what do we think? Because, I mean, there was a lot of – actually, I'll, I'll start off with this. Because early on in the race, we saw a lot of bumping and banging. No. Kind of expected that. But there was one incident in particular that was a little bit interesting. Bubba Wallace gets turned by Michael McDowell early on in the race, totals the car. But Wallace had some very interesting comments to make about one Michael McDowell. That he did. What do we think? Um, First, I want to start out by uh, giving a shout out to our, our listeners. Mr. Brian Dolo said, let's go, fellas. We, we're going to give it all we got, Brian. Good to see you. Have you picked a driver yet, Brian? We, we got to know. Let us know in the comments. Have I, you picked I, one? I was talking to him last week when I got back to work, and he's leaning towards now. Kyle Busch. Oh, oh God. No. It just gets worse, guys. And, I mean. And with that, we'll move on to our other commenter, Cody Allen Larson, who said, my guys, big co, how are you? Squan Arizona, beautiful man. He sure is. Beautiful, beautiful he's man. He's league. I mean, he's got that nice beard, luscious hair. He's tall. Look out, ladies. Woo! All right. Um, yeah, as far as Bubble Wallace goes, as far as Michael McDowell goes, two wrongs don't make a right. Uh, it, it, AJ Appeal said the 34 and 43 is a racing deal. Nobody at fault. Uh, yeah, I suppose so. I don't know why anyone's racing that hard in the open, to be honest with you. Like, if that early. Uh, it's it's tough because it's not – I guess Bubba didn't win the fan vote outright, which was stunning to me. I think he might have won it. It's he was going to win it, but you had to have a car that could and go, and that car was destroyed. Yeah, that car was not raceable anymore. That's so, why That's why Boyer won is because Bob Wallace didn't have a car. So, here, so here's the thing. Here's my problem with what, what took place. Uh, the 43 showed a lot of aggressiveness uh, early on, and he has to understand he's a pretty popular driver. I'm a huge fan of him, have been before uh, to, uh, before the social climate of today, so I'm not hopping on the political <laughs> bandwagon. And he's got to understand, in my opinion, that like you're probably you are probably going to win the fan vote. Like you can just take a look and look at the popularity of him before even the social climate, but it's even improved after the social climate. 
and you got to know that you're probably you got a good shot of winning the fan vote. So keep that car clean and get into the big show. And I just um, uh, AJ Appeal says NASCAR confirmed Boyer had the most votes either way. Not Wallace, surprisingly, but Boyer had the, had a surge at the end of voting open. So, okay. uh, Clint so Boyer, was, was Clint? voting going on during the yeah. race too? Yeah, that Clint, would make sense. Well, that would make lot. sense why he would win it in the end then. Which I, which I found uh, I found that to be I found that to be very surprising. Uh, thank you, AJ, for commenting, my my friend. My, thank my you, good sir. Um, I found that to be very surprising, and and I I gotta tell you, I'm gonna go ahead and say it. I honestly think that's a backlash against some of his public stances because. There's just no denying what the bulk of NASCAR's fan base is. Not, and I'm not going to say racist or anything like that. They're just right wing. They're conservative, and and change is not social change has never been what NASCAR is about, uh, as far as the fan base goes. I'm just being frank about it in my my opinion. So I, so uh, that's that's just one man's opinion. And so I was, while I was surprised to see Boyer uh, get the outright vote, because I thought he did. Because I remember uh, Peyton texted me while we were while we were doing the Brick League game, mm-hmm. and was like, "Boyer got the fan vote," and I, so I thought for sure, Bubba. I thought, I mean, I thought because he was a he was a clear in a way ahead a few days ago. I was checking the I was yeah, checking the I results. checked in and he he was way ahead. Yeah, too. and so I was. I mean, I was stunned. And unfortunately, I think that's a backlash against Bubba Wallace, and I think that's part of the fan base not wanting to accept um, some social change in the sport itself. I'm not going to state whether they want that personally or politically, but I think some of that is due to the backlash of the fans himself. But he should have assumed that he's going to he's going to win the uh, the fan vote because it was too aggressive. It was a racing deal. Um, good to see. Like, it was great entertainment. Yeah. But the whole bumper thing and, and setting it there. Like, Michael McDowell <laughs> overall is a decent guy. He's the um, he's the weekly minister of the NASCAR track because, you know, they do kind of a, a virtual traveling church due to the, due the circuit. And he is usually the lead guy, uh, the lead minister. Yeah. So I don't, I don't think that Michael McDowell's a joke. I, I don't think that Michael McDowell's a bad individual. I know he's had some issues with uh, Suarez in the past, and and now Bubba. And uh, you know that 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 front row motorsports teams running really well. So that's that's as disappointing for them as it is for RPM. That front row teams running running really well. We've seen a lot of not a lot, but we've seen more consistent top ten finishes in recent memory for McDowell than we can ever think of. And John Hunter, especially early on, was really impressing people. Um, Peyton Ring Lohan, my better half, says Bubba got the Bernsey Award, though. And that's great. He deserves it. I just – I do. I just call it controversial, but I just think that Boyer winning the fan vote was a backlash against some of the social – the social stances of Bubba Wallace, in my opinion. Well, well for all we know, know, people I, could have I, seen that in an interview too. Am I am I am I off on that there? I don't know if you're completely off on that. I think you definitely you have a point there. I do think maybe part of it is maybe people saw the interview as well, and that kind of set them up. Because here, here's my thing: I don't have a he has he lost my respect. No. Um, do I have a problem with what he said a little bit? Because I'll read you some of the, I'll read you a little bit, a little blip of the quote he gave. He said, "I can't wait for the God-fearing text that he's going to send me about preaching and praising and respect." And he called him what a joke he is. 
that to me is taking a little bit too far. You're taking this a little bit too personal because it's it's the all-star race. We're not playing for points here. We're not playing for championship aspirations. We're not playing for – we're playing for a million dollars. But at the end of the day, an all-star game in whatever sport, it's for fun. It's just to be there and have fun. I know tensions are high. I know emotions are high. You're still wanting to be competitive. But at the end of the day, you're playing for fun. This is supposed to be just a fun weekend, especially for the fans who actually got to be there this week. And it just seems like sour grapes. And it's been one of the reasons I've not always been the biggest Bubba Wallace fan because he does have moments like this where his attitude just seems a little bit immature. Back to that iRacing race. Yeah. Well, even, even the race with Bowman where he throws the water in Bowman's face who's on the ground. That's true. And it's just a litany of different things that sometimes I, I just don't agree with what Bubba Wall says or does. Does that make him a bad driver? Does that make you, does that mean I lose respect for him? No, I respect everything he's done since this year started. I respect the heck out of it. But at the end of the day, you also have to realize that that comes with a certain microscope that you're put under. You have to be more respectful and, you know, Tensions are high, but that that was unnecessary in my opinion. Uh, I, I and like you said, he should have been cognizant of the fact that he was probably going to win the fan boat. Boyer probably got it late because he was pretty much the only one left that could win it. That they really wanted to win it right. because Bubba Wallace didn't have a car at that point, so he was pretty much exempt. But. Well, it's just unnecessary, in my opinion. Before before I uh, give more thoughts on that situation, Ryan, what are your thoughts? Well, you know, give us give us your thoughts, man. Um, as we touched on a little bit Wednesday, there we touched on we need a little bit more personality in NASCAR, and I think Bubba Wallace brings a lot of personality to NASCAR. I agree that it was a racing incident. Emotions run wild. It's the All Star race. You got a chance to get in there and win a million bucks. While points might not be on the line, a million dollars is a million dollars. That's fair. That's fair. so. I don't blame Bubba for getting mad. I think he took his comments a little too far. But he showed his personality, which is what we all sat here on Wednesday and asked for these drivers to do. That's it's fair. Like he, it's well, like I did. He, he tuned in, and he, he wanted to give us a little bit of personality. I respect the guy for what he's done for the sport this year. He's done a lot. He's moved He's moved mountains for the sport this year. I'll give him credit. He made me laugh when he commented about his hair. He, he made me laugh. He put a good laugh, and I thought that was setting the stage for a wild night. I thought I was like, all right, stage one of the yeah. open. We're going to have fireworks. Bubba Wallace is just setting the stage for us here. Well, let's talk about the rest of that race then because we didn't really get that. I, I, we did not. We, we had a lot of stuff happen early on, a lot of bumping and banging. I thought for a minute there, Tyler Reddick was about to be eliminated from the race completely. But other than that, nothing really happened. Uh, whoever was up front really ran away with this race. I mean, that shocked me. What about you guys? I mean, we've seen a lot with this package where clean air just prevails all the time. This package has made it really hard. I'm seeing the pass. So if you're if you're in the front, whether you're on no, no, no tire, I mean, not no tires, but old tires, two tires or you got four tires with this package. It's like you got fresh air, you're untouchable. So this package has made it lackluster, in my opinion. I expected more fireworks and I thought we were going to get it in the beginning with the All-Star Race with Bubba. I thought that was setting the stage, but it really 
it, it was a, it was a letdown to me. I was really excited for it. I don't know how you guys felt exactly about it, but I was a, it was a letdown for me. I'll let I'll let Logan go first, and I'll give my thoughts. Well, I. Well, uh, I just want to take a second here and read a comment. We have last four years we've gone to Hendricks for the fan vote. He never surged until this year, despite his popularity talking about Bubba, of course. But he isn't the most popular. Boyer's an Xfinity champion and a playoffs ca- a playoff caliber driver. I don't think it was a backlash towards Daryl. He will get his sometime soon. Thank you, AJ, for your comments. We do appreciate it. I, I do think there was some backlash to it because he was far and away ahead a few days ago. That's just my my opinion. Yeah. Um. As far as the Elster race goes, while well, I'm happy about the driver that won, old William Clyde, old Chase race a lot. The race itself was a snoozer. Wait, say that again. Who won? Chase, William Clyde, Chase race a lot. Okay. Do okay. you want one more yeah. time? No, no. Okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, Peyton said the race was boring, in my opinion. That's what that, that was Peyton's comment. Um, thank you, Peyton, for coming. We do appreciate it. I think, I think it was a bit of a snoozer. Um, again, I had to catch highlights of it because we were at the Brick League, and there wasn't much to be found as far as genuine, real highlights. You know, a yeah. couple of spins here had Kurt Busch had a moment, whatever. I, it just and the one thing that was kind of cool about it was the quickness of it. Is it, the fast pace? It's Bristol. It's 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 an all star race, so it's a smaller uh, laps you run and all those things of that nature. Would you keep that? Like I know the 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 All Star race itself seemed like it was a little bit slower, just because obviously we're doing four different stages. But the Open, and that thing went quick. Do you keep that, or do you maybe make it a little bit longer? If you're going to do Bristol, you make it longer. I hope they go back to Charlotte. Nothing against Bristol. It's just the All Star race in Charlotte is 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 motorsports and NASCAR. Uh, I if they get if they if they keep Bristol, which I'm okay with, but yeah. if I had to pick, I'd, I'd rather them stay with Charlotte. Then, yeah, I think you you need to make it a little longer, or else that's a that's a quick or at least change the package so you're not dominating whoever's up front. That, that's true. Well, I mean, I've been a defender of this package, but this year especially, it's shown itself to that. And I, I guess it's always been this way. I know that. If AJ Peel is still watching, he would he would correct me and say it's always been this way. But I just feel like in 2020, the package has has made the racing worse more than it did in 2019. Well, because it's, you're not getting practice. It's yeah, and to, so to, to fine tune it, it it really it just the package itself is questionable. Of course, that was first tried out in an All Star race a few years ago. Right. And I will, I didn't care for the All Star race in terms of. Um, the actual all-star race itself, it just was a bit of a, a kind of a quick snooze. It was essentially NASCAR's version of a power nap, in my in my opinion. I agree. I I definitely would like to see them, if they're going to keep it here or wherever they go, definitely have to adjust that package if you're not going to have practice or qualifying, which, you know, usually we don't have qualifying anyway. But... If you're going to have this all-star race, you got to make it longer if it's at Bristol. Just because not a lot can happen in 35 laps. Well, they also a, piled all the laps in the first segment, which was what, Well, and that's the, other th- that's the other thought that I had is if you're going to do a, a, an all-star race at Bristol, I, I know you're in love with it right now, NASCAR, but ditch the stage racing. Ditch the stage racing. I, I know it makes for interesting things whenever we stop every so often and there's potential for somebody to catch up. 
ditch the stage racing in my opinion just let them go straight through make it 140 laps or something or 200 laps and see what happens but if you want to have one break in there maybe it maybe one stage four different stages is not the way to go at bristol that was definitely a, a miss of the mark by nascar they should have had at least maybe one or maybe two at the most stages so we had some fluid wrestling or not wrestling racing flow with the race because you can't just keep starting going starting going starting stopping going stopping going and so i would have liked to seen it all be one solid stretch I'd at least like to have them make that last segment. I mean, at Bristol, 15 laps is a blink of an eye. Oh, yeah. So that's why I said the the open seemed like it went over like that. It was. It was. I mean, I know they're racing less laps, too. But at the end of the day, I mean, I fast forwarded through commercials and everything. It's like, dang, it's over already. Yeah. And they still had like a lot of airtime before the all section (laughs) started, too. So that that went by in a blink of an eye. That wasn't too bad because you do have to give them time to work on their cars. So I I can understand that. But still, it it was too quick. Yeah, it was it was pretty it was pretty damn fast. I guess that was a favorite of those of us that had to do things with tonight. (laughs) Um, uh, We want to apologize for the lagginess the stream is having. I'm going to be frank about it. It's this computer in the system and there's not much I can do except maybe restart the computer. So, but I don't know whether to go through that entire process or not. Um, so I was tinkering here. Hopefully it's, hopefully it's getting a little better now. Cause I, I we did have a, I did have a, uh, an extra tab open. I didn't need. So hopefully it's a little better. Um, so we apologize for the inconvenience there. Um, okay. So yeah, the all-star race, Snish, snish, disappointing. Bit I was of, really bit, looking forward to bit, that. Bit of a snish. So, so let's 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 go a little bigger. You know, you know where they say everything's a little bigger. I'm gonna guess Texas. Hmm. Ding ding! Right, you are my good man. Uh, I don't have the rundown in front of me. Right. Is, was that was next on the rundown? No, no, but damn we can, it. We, we can make it there damn, if you want to. Damn it. I, was, I, was, <laughs> I was trying my best. The only other thing I was going to bring up is, do you guys? how did you guys feel about the fans in the stands? Obviously, we, we beat that horse to death about whether or not there should be fans in the stands. Again, that's their prerogative. If they want to buy the ticket and go, totally up to them. But what did you guys think overall with the visual of actually seeing fans in the stands? Loved it. I loved it. I miss it dearly. Um, again, I know I've said this. Uh, I've beat this like a bass drum at this stage. It is the fans risk to take. I think Ticketmaster, whomever should give refunds if they, they, they so desire it. And you can say, well, what about the surging numbers? And what about all this? Um, it, it is, you're right. That is a concern. But that's not for, I think, legal, law, governmental officials to say, can't do this. It's let's make the right choice. And if you don't make the right choice, oh, well. And I'm not trying to say it doesn't matter. But at this point, we know the risk we're taking. Because, again, call me a, call me a moron. But had we had Eldora this year, had we had Kentucky this year, I'd have been down there. Now, would I have washed my hands several times in the day? 
Yes, absolutely. But I know the risk I'm taking. Wear a face mask. Do your thing. We can even limit the capacity. I, I, I miss fans in the stands. And I know people say, well, what about the numbers? What about this? What about that? We're climbing anyway. We're climbing anyway. We're, yeah, we're, we're adults, right? Boy. Yeah. We're climbing anyway. So I, I would have maybe liked to seen them do a little bit more with like trying to distance people and not have them so because it did seem like there were a couple sections of that stand where they were kind of bunched up quite a bit. I would have maybe liked to seen them try to keep you're not going to stop people unless you have security there 24 seven like in every row. You're obviously not going to stop people, but it would have maybe like I would have maybe liked to see them spread them out a little bit better. But obviously after the race, there's nothing they could have done. Here's my suggestion on what you do there. If you want to allow fans in the stands, but you want social distance, tarp sections off. Tarp that off. would be the way to go. That's true. You know, because no one's going to go sit in the tarp section. I mean, unless you – that would be – you know what? If they do that, they're one stubborn mother lover anyway. Yeah. So <laughs> I would tarp them off like, like you sometimes see if a, if a concert doesn't sell out in the upper deck. You see some sections tarped off. We've seen it for WWE and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Why not? Why not that? Tarp off. All right, this section, boom. This section, no. There's, there's got to be a way. Is that a lot of work for the venue? Absolutely. Is it more work than necessary? Probably. But it's precautions that we have to take in this day and age. Yeah. And, with and what's going and, on? And I personally believe some of the very, very difficult social climate we are currently in. Not that these issues aren't real. Not that these issues aren't necessary. Not that this we don't need to make improvements as a country. We do. I want to make that abundantly clear. But I believe part of the reason this is all coming to such an incredible head right now is because we're all cooped up in the house when we have no distractions. We have there is besides NASCAR until next week with baseball and the NBA, there has been no sports, nothing to get our mind off of the the current social and political climate. All we hear about is the virus or politics or this or that. Not a whole lot of good news. We as a, we as America, whether we're right or wrong, use sports and things of that nature as a distraction. And I I I don't want to sound callous here. I I know the numbers would probably climb even more, but Ohio's back to what we were number wise, and yet we can't attend a show. If this stuff isn't working. What's the point? You know what I mean? What, no, if, if, I, I, if it's not working, what's the point of that sacrifice? You know, I know that's an unpopular, controversial opinion. I get it. I hear you. I really do. But look around. We are we as a nation are destroying ourselves. And how have we always kind of come together and forgotten about the political – because we've always had political differences in this country, whether anyone wants to tell you otherwise. Oh, of course. Uh, we've always had social differences in this country, whether anyone wants to tell you otherwise. Sports is how we come together. Sports is how we come together. It doesn't matter at that point, or at least it shouldn't. So that's just my opinion. I definitely think you're right. Um, do you have any thoughts? Uh, before I give my quick thoughts, I had my good pal Andrew Dilhoff. He commented on here saying Denny Hamlin greater than Joey Logano. We don't have room for those negative comments in the section. I mean, he probably is greater than Joey Logano. <laughs> He's we don't a, like him either. Joey's got a championship. Where's Denny? But my comments on the fans, <clears throat> I love seeing the fans back in, in the stands. It was great. Nice seeing everybody back. They were a little too close together maybe. But, I mean, they had the turns. It was like they were only on the front back stretch 
Yeah. It seemed like not the turns. I mean, I think they could have used more of the state of the Coliseum here, but well, especially because you're at Bristol. I mean, you can pretty much it's see huge. everything going on no matter where you are. Yes, you can. I've been inside that track and no matter where you are, you can see anywhere. Yeah. So I, I like the idea. They could have tarped off some sections. So I think it was nice to see the fans. If if I could have went to the race, I would have went to the race. That's just my opinion. There's a lot of people out there who are who don't want to take that risk, and that's your opinion too. You can sit sit there and watch it on TV and be safe if you want to. I just like the option of being able to go, and I think they should limit it to capacity like they did. So I'll, I'll read some comments real quick before I get my thoughts. I want to read one from AJ that said, I agree segments are rough but not new. More than half the years we've been, had segments in all-star races. That's definitely true. But at the end of the day, this is Bristol. Racing stages at Charlotte, which is a mile and a half, is much more different than racing on Bristol, which is a mile less than that. So if you're going to have stages at Bristol, make it much less of stages you got to have at least one or two having four does not work because it's it you like seeing that consistent racing at bristol stopping at charlotte is different you you can do that and then one from your better half that says seeing fans freaked me out i think 30k was too much but definitely a good start to allowing some or good to start allowing some I agree with that. I think 30K maybe maybe was a little bit too much. I would have maybe liked to see like 10 or 15,000. I think they only hit 20K. They 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 were selling 30K, but I think they only hit 30 or 20. That's right. It, uh, even still, I, I think maybe they should have set the bar low for now just to give it a test and feel whether – it's the all-star race. I know they want to go big. They want to go home. At the end of the day, you still do have to be a little bit cognizant and a little bit mindful of things. Agreed. And not to say that they weren't because they still, in my opinion, tried to take precautions as much as they could. And I know they still want to have the fans, but maybe starting out at like a 10,000 or 15,000 would have been a little bit better. And you could have kept them where they had them in the front stretch around – the start finish line and still made it look visually pleasing to people that were watching it all. The one thing I was surprised about, and maybe I don't know how NASCAR really took upon it, but I didn't see many fans when they were sitting in the stands wearing a mask. I don't know if you guys paid attention to that. I didn't notice. I I was looking for that. I didn't see it. I don't know what NASCAR's laws. Maybe once you got to your seat, you were with your group. You know what? Now that you say that, I can picture it in my head, and I don't remember seeing any either. Yeah, so, I mean, I was surprised by that. I don't know how NASCAR laid it out. They might have been like, you got your group. You have the option, but. If you're at your seat, it's an option, but anywhere else, you know, around other people, wear a mask. I don't know what NASCAR did on that, but I was surprised. Yeah. All right. I, it is a it's a conundrum. It's a conundrum. Uh, there is no there is no right answer here, folks. There there is no there is absolutely no right answer in terms of what's the right number. Should we allow like because there's an argument you made for all those things because again we're not allowing those things and yet our numbers are radically radically climbing in the last month or so, and and so then what's the point of all these sacrifices we've made? And I, I don't, I don't know the answer. I don't, I don't now, now let me ask you boys is, is, and I don't, I don't know this. I, I suppose the lack of preparedness on my, my, my point is Texas still going to allow fans. I know they were at one point. 
Uh, Last I checked, I think they were. Don't quote me. I think we got our Hot Wheels guy on it. I'm on it. Let me read this comment from Peyton while we're waiting. The Day 200 Road Course doubleheader is going to allow fans. I'm wondering how many. That's a great question, Peyton. Uh, Florida has been one of the first to uh, limit capacity but bring back some capacity. They keep they allowed a limited a number of fans at Homestead a, few, uh, a month ago. So... Florida is Florida's Florida. Governor DeSantos is Governor DeSantos. Uh, they he allows the WWE to operate and things of that yeah. nature. Florida was the first one to let sports come back on. Every every or continue st- for wrestling. Yeah, every, every state is a little different. So so from MSN it says uh, thousands of fans will be welcomed inside Texas Motor Speedway for a full weekend of racing. Uh, crowd capacity is. 135,000. They're probably not going to allow that many in. Speedway president says to better ensure social distancing, they won't let nearly that many people in because half of that is 67,500. And he says even that many will not be let in. Uh, Tickets are available for the race and they'll be safely distanced apart. We'll see. We'll see if that can be done. It looks like the conditions, they're going to be taking temperatures. Upon ticket takers being at the at the gate, uh, and they're going to mandate mask coverings. Looks like. Well, I'll be watching to find out. We shall see. Uh, what What are your thoughts on that, Napper? I mean, what are your thoughts? I I'm glad to see it, and like we said, I I don't think that a lot of fans were wearing masks. Not in the state. So it's least. it's good to see that he will be. Ticket takers will be ensuring that all fans are wearing masks and wearing face coverings. That's a good step. I would like to see – it does say that they will be safely distanced apart. So I will be interested to see if they take maybe your idea and tarp down certain aspects of the track and kind of keep it socially distanced. Uh, I mean as that's been my thing at the end of the day with this whole thing. As long as you do it safely, I don't care. I really don't. I, I want us to all be safe. I want us to all do the right thing, but I'm like you. If we can do it safely and it can be done in a way that doesn't fully harm everybody, I'm all for it. Because at the end of the day, we do need that distraction. At the end of the day, we do need that some semblance of happiness back because this does bring back happiness for a lot of people. It does and me. it's their livelihood. And, you know, this is what brings a lot of people together, like you've said. And so I understand the numbers, like you said. But at the end of the day, we can't also just completely live in fear is my thought. Uh, Strictly my thought. I couldn't agree more because my, my, my philosophy has been this. I understand the risk we're taking, but the reality is until there's a vaccine, everything we do is going to have risk. You yeah. and you, us sitting here has risk. You know? Yeah. Go that way. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was it, here first. Every, <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, showing up last to take a, Nick of time, what's up? Who, who are you, me? No, but that, <laughs> seriously, time. my thing is, it's like, yes, everything we do is going to have risk. Yes, there's a risk involved in terms of going to the track and going to events and all those things. But the reality is what we should do as a country, in my opinion, is shut everything down for two weeks except grocery stores. But that's not going to happen. Can't we I, shut down the grocery stores too? Uh, the, uh, I'm sorry, sorry, please. Sorry, but that's not going to happen. There's <laughs> there's economic concerns and politics and things of that nature. We all know the risk we're taking. We're a long way from vaccine. We're not. We, there's no reason to cower in fear until then. 
I just, I just don't agree with that. Uh, I, I'm sorry. I just do not. I hear you. You have a great point. But does it mean we just sit and be hermits? Because you, you take a risk every time you drive your car. You take a risk every time you go anywhere. You take a risk if you go to, go to Kroger, go to Walmart. And people say, well, is that essential to go to a track? No. No, it's not. But it might be essential for someone's mental well-being. I feel like you're taking a bigger risk just going to a grocery store than the sporting event here. It, all the more reason we should close them down. It, we need the grocery store. Uh, I, I hear you. I hear you. We need a week off, guys. Come on. I hear you. I understand. The, <laughs> yes. People go, well, that's not essential to go to a track or go to a wrestling event or do this or do that. Not in traditional sense, sure. But it might be essential for someone's mental health. Yeah, it might be, because if you look around, there's a whole lot of despair in this world right now, and we as a country need things to distract us. That's just my my thought, because boy, would I love to be able to head to a track for a weekend. You know, I went to Kentucky last weekend because I was supposed to go to the track, and couldn't get the money back on the hotel. I mean, that's that's where we're at. And I and I think there's a lot of mis miscommunication or misinformation when it comes to stuff like that when you talk about stuff like that because people think that once we go back to sports or something like that or start a lot of the things that people are just going to forget about some of the things that are happening obviously with all the social injustice stuff we don't want to forget that we want that to continue to grow and we learn from that and we take care of that problem but at the end of the day there's only so much you can do when your head's about to blow up because there's just mass craziness going on. You do need a distraction. Doesn't mean you're forgetting everything that's going on. It doesn't mean you're ignoring everything that's going on. But at the end of the day, you can only fit so much in one brain. There's only so much information. There's only so much discussion you can have in one single brain that before you just want to blow your head off. Yeah. It, it, we need the distraction. It, it just, it absolutely to me. I know I've heard some people say uh, there was a baseball player named Sean Doolittle who said sports has to be earned and, and things of that nature. And I think that is just some of the dumbest, most asinine comments I've heard. That's just my opinion. Uh, I, it's not to be earned. It's a, we're not dangling carrots here. It, it, it's part of society. It's a way of life. And for us to be punished because of leadership decisions that are out of our control – or people's other decisions on mask and their opinion on that, which is out of my control. This isn't a third grade classroom. Yeah. This is not, well, Jimmy spilled the markers. We're putting them up for the day. That's not how, that's not how America's supposed to work. Dang it, Jimmy. Jimmy ruins everything. Jimmy. And, that, and that's why we can't have nice things. Damn exactly. You. Damn you, Jimmy. Damn you. So that, that's not, and that's not how this is supposed to work. Well, they have to be earned. They're a, they're a privilege. Like, no, no, they're not. They are a way of life. They're a way of life. And as long as I do my part and know my risk, that's what I'm concerned about. Yeah. Uh, I just could not disagree more. What a tangent we got on, boys. Oh, yeah. yeah. Want to take a break? Sure. Let's take a break. Get our get our wind back in us and get, get we talk about that uh, weekend before the All-Star race because I know we touched on a little bit on All-Star – day 
but I would like to go into a little bit more of what happened in the Xfinity race and what happened in the cup race at Kentucky. And then we'll move on to the next race and give our predictions and a little new segment that we're going to start uh, besides red flag, green flag that I'm kind of excited about. So we'll see how that goes. But we're going to take a little break. This show has been presented by the theater people. Logan Morris, tell us a little bit about that theater people. Oh, the theater people, what they do is they help you amplify your personality. What that means. What that means is if you've got a man cave, if you've got a lady letter, and you're trying to get it in order because sports is coming, people. Brace yourself. Sports are coming. They can help you set up your surround sound system. Mm-hmm, they sure can. And you want to enjoy that crank it up session next year with NASCAR, Mike Joy. Guess what? You need to call the theater people. Guess what? You need to visit them at their website, thetheaterpeople.com. You know, or if you just want to hear Rick Allen yell problems <laughs> throughout your entire living room, you need to call the theater people or check them out at theaterpeople.com. The theater people amplify your personality today. All right, let's take a break. Let's do it, shall we? All right, and we're back. Nice little break we had going in there. We took a little bit of a long rant about that all-star race, but (laughs) there's more ranting to come because we have a couple of races that we still have to talk about. We're going to start with the Xfinity race because we haven't really talked about a lot of Xfinity races, but now (laughs) we got the time. We have an hour and a half. We're going to talk about it now. So let's talk about that Kentucky Xfinity race because, I mean, we had two of them. We did. Back to back. A double dose. A double. Do- nice little pun there. Nice nice job. Da, 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 da. Da, da. I'm proud of you. Me too. We also got a double dose of a winner because Austin Sendrick. Double deuce. Oh, boy. Too far. Too far. Mm-mm. Oh, boy. Uh, Wait, it was funny that. when he did it. Not eh. okay. Yeah. It was a little funny. <laughs> nope. I, you know, it actually didn't dawn on me until just now that that—that's his number. I know it didn't dawn on me <laughs> until a little while ago. I was like, "Oh wait, yeah, that's that's his number." So the double deuce wins a double deuce at Kentucky. No, double deuce wins a double dose. Oh, okay. There we Kentucky. go. I'm confused. <laughs> I'll take a McDouble. Dang it, guys. Don't do this to me. <laughs> I'll take a McDouble. <laughs> I love this show. Double cheeseburger. Double cheeseburger. Fries. Now I'm hungry. Now I'm starving. Dang it. Should Dang I skip it. breakfast? <laughs> See, I told you. Tangents and rants. So Austin Cindric doubles down, wins back-to-back at a track he's never won at. An oval that he's never won on an oval. What'd you guys think? I mean, I know we gave our thoughts on Wednesday, but I was thoroughly impressed with Austin Sindrick because we haven't seen many double headers, but we didn't see anybody repeat, even though we thought we were going to at Pocono. We see somebody finally pull off a double header. Are we going to see a lot of this if we start seeing more double headers? No. Uh, these guys are too good. The, the, the crew chiefs, the crews, they're all too good. This is just that – here you go, Ryan. This is just that Team Penske power. That's right, my guy. Stop it. I liked it. Stop That it. race made me happy. I let you have one, and now you, you, you besmirch me. I do kind of like his smile. It's kind of cute. Thanks. You guys got your moment in the all-star race. Let me have mine here. This is stupid. At least we didn't rub it in your – oh, wait. Yeah, we did. Never mind. 
Chase Race Lotto, William Clyde. And we're still talking about it. Ring the soldering, <laughs> damn it. Ring. Wait, they, they said that they uh, Bill has a nickname for winning that race, right? Mm-hmm. They didn't give one to Chase yet, so we have to do that real quick. What's Chase's nickname now? Yeah, that's on the spot so quickly. I'll leave it. that to you guys. I'm gonna. Well, I mean, I wanted to do it to him because he's Stop the it. one that has all the nicknames. Stop it. In his Stop. brain. Come on. You know you got one in there. Stop it. Like, I just call him Bounty Hunter. I like uh, that one. That's all I call him, Bounty Hunter. Well, his name's William, isn't it? Yeah. Wide, wild Mill Will. Wild Mill Will. There we go. There wild we go. Mill Will. Yes, sir. <laughs> and he, he – look, he got the cash. Anyway, we're back to – we're back to – Yeah, it. don't take away Austin Cindric's shine Yeah, here. let's not do that. Look, all can aside, very impressive – not only he gets his first win on that, uh, that oval, and then he goes, I'll follow that up for you. Uh, he, he literally – it was NASCAR's version to hold my beer. That's right. <laughs> and, look, that was an incredibly impressive. Uh, I thought I thought it was a good quality race overall. I, I thought the Xfinity was running at high speeds. We got wild a little bit in turn three. There was a – like I said like I said on uh, Wednesday, there was a rock'em, sock'em punch to talk yes. about. And you know, Mike Tyson would have been proud. <laughs> and uh, as a matter of fact, Peyton says, how about that Noah Harrison action? We'll get there. I'm a little I disappointed they didn't put it on the rundown, but I knew we'd get there eventually. Oh, we Oof. can't forget about that. But oh, as far as Cindric goes, great for him. And again, Penske just continues their, I don't know if it's dominance per se, but just their consistency of being a winner and a competitor. And I mean, Penske is, Penske's Penske. Like, there's just no denying it. I like to add, Team Penske gets lost in the shuffle when we talk about Hendrick, Stuart Haas. Not anymore. We, for we haven't, good reasons? We haven't, we haven't talked about it much, but they've also... I would put Team Penske in front of, <laughs> in front of um, certainly Hendrick at this stage. I, at, this, yeah. at this stage, because keep in mind, it's... I put them in front of Henry <coughs> and Stuart Haas. I think they're right now at the level they're running this year. It's right behind Joe Gibbs. Uh, overall, a te- as a team, I, I have to agree because Stuart Haas, and we know that we got Cole Custer, finally a damn new winner. I'll drink to that. But overall, it's been the Kevin Harvick and Friends show. Yeah, that's right. And, and it's been the same thing with Hendricks. It's and, been the Chase Elliott. But Brad's. Penske, you have your guy Logano, who's con- able wins. to win. Uh, who's able to win. Brad Kay's able to win. Two wins. Ryan Blaney. Yeah, no, it, it just just continues on and on and on and oh oh you know in the Xfinity series yeah we got that covered too. Team Penske is the only team that have all their drivers locked in the playoffs. Isn't that just great? <laughs> That's fantastic. It's so awesome. You know, <laughs> yeah, there's some people all right that are you know just trying to get in. Thanks. Can you mute his mic? Yes. <laughs> yes, I can. Uh, no, <laughs> I guess, but right, I don't know. Got, all right, he's back. Oh, thank okay. you, thank you. Dang it, he's back. I know what a shame, but no. Walking aside, great, great for Austin Cindric. Austin Cindric's a rock solid guy. Uh, again, he's got. Here's my thing about Austin Cindric. Let's put speculation here, boys. What happens to him? That's there's a lot of cogs that are already kind of locked and loaded up up top. Now I will say this: It's Brad Kay's final year of his deal. That's there what you I was going to touch but on. It, but is Brad? Are they really going to let Bad Brad, arguably, arguably, based on numbers, arguably the greatest Penske driver ever? Are they going to let him walk? That's up to Brad whether or not he wants to be there, and I, I'm sure he does. He hasn't really but, touched on it yet. So. But yeah, that's the thing: he hasn't really touched on it. We haven't got a sniff of whether or not he does or not doesn't. No. So. 
Now, I know it's not a popular opinion between you guys or anybody, really, but if that 48 car opens up, do you think Brad's really going to decline it? Stop it. It's tough because he's a Ford driver. He is. Yeah. Yeah, It's tough because, I mean, that changes more than just – that changes more than just – and also, when he did first come the on the, on the scene, front. he was driving a lower affiliated Hendrick car when he got his first one at Talladega. I mean, it's certainly a possibility if you're trying to create a big splash. But yeah. it just it just seems it just seems to me kind of it would be tough for him to ch- completely change manufacturers because obviously they have manufacturer deals right. with the drivers personally as well. And and a and a guy like Bad Brad, who's been a been a Ford guy his entire career. You know he, he he's got sponsorship and discount tire. Uh, he's uh, I know Miller is is reportedly leaving after this year for whatever reason. Um, I guess he doesn't sell beer quite as well as Rusty Wallace did. But <laughs> I mean he was giving him a show when he won that championship though back in yeah, 2012. That, that 20, that 2012 Dodge. Yeah, Dodge it was. So I don't I don't know. Um, Peyton says Cindric look, looks like an egg. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, I mean I don't care what he looks like. He drives the car well. How's that, Peter? How's that? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, do you? What about you? Know you speculated it. Napa, what are your thoughts? Do you think you think Brad K is a possibility in the forty-eight? I, I definitely think it's a possibility. I don't know if it's strong possibility right now. I think I'd put that as maybe like a forty percent. I mean, also look back at back at Daytona. And there was a lot of beef between him and Joey Logano to start the year. Yeah. And NASCAR really tried to stir that pot up a little bit. So, I mean, that could also weigh on his mind. If those two aren't getting as long as well as it seems. Well, the I mean, only thing I – There's a lot of people that got beef with the gun now. So yeah, hard. well, yeah. if you're not making people mad on the racetrack, are you racing? Yes. Yes, actually, yes. yeah. You, you kind of are. I don't know. Because you're still on the track. Hey, you guys are talking about him. That's what matters. We wish we weren't. I don't know what you do with that 48 car if it's not Brad K. That's the thing. I don't know who else really is up for grabs to put into that car. Uh, Could it be an Austin Cindric? Yeah. You know, I think he stays with Penske. I think he stays with Penske. Again, my favorites all year have been you know, maybe a Bubba Wallace who in, who's in his final year at RPM, and you can't say there's not some pressure to get – pressure on nascar to get him out of rpm and get him in a quote-unquote better ride yeah and so that's noah gregson's got to be considered you know he would kind of be odd man out if he's not if he doesn't get that ride i got one other prediction for it right. and he's he's driving what seems to be a one-off year deal with this car maddie d he could switch over oh. i i don't see that I don't, I don't see that i don't either but I, man that'd be great I, I i don't see him leaving the wood brothers high and dry after paul menard pretty much preordained and stepped aside so he could have that moment in the Wood Brothers. Yeah. That would be kind that would be a Bush League mood to be quite frank with you if you're gonna leave one year. That's that's my opinion. But you know besides Paul Menard though, not many people have stayed more than a year. It's because they're the they're the satellite squad. You know, they're you know the Wood Brothers are very respected. They are like let's consider the fact that I mean season ends right now I think Mad in the playoffs. Uh yes Peyton Marine North says Logan also looks like an egg. Thank you, Peyton love you. <laughs> Thank you. No. Thank you. I could send some eggy pictures of you out, but all right, that's fine. You know, if you if you put an O at the end of his name that says Logano. Sorry, I just go ahead. Stop it. <laughs> I'll throw this mic at you, sir. See, he loves talking about him. He does have. I didn't odd, even have to yeah, mention it. He does have this odd obsession. Here's the thing. I yeah, I think I hear you on Matt D, but again, 
they got such a good thing going with the Wood Brothers. Considering the fact that that's kind of a forgotten car, yeah, for Penske and their power, because that's what Wood Brothers has got the Penske uh, Alliance. That car is capable of winning. It is. That car is capable of winning. Mm-hmm. When that's your forgotten piece, I feel like it's too soon for Manny to get to forty. He's got that car in the top twelve in points too. Yeah, I mean he's there. Yeah. He starts eleventh this week. Uh, Matty D has got all the talent in the world. Would it be great to see him in the forty-eight? Absolutely, it would. Don't get me wrong. I was but a little I, disappointed with the way he performed at the All-Star race, though. I well, thought he was going to do a little better. Well, he got in, though. Yeah, so I was impressed with that. And I called it. But I feel like it would be – and I understand you got to make the decisions best for your career. Yeah. But I feel like given that Paul Menard – I don't think Paul Menard stepped – now, do I think Paul Menard was going to retire anyway? Probably. Yeah. But it, but it certainly nudged him to that decision if he had any qualms or questions about it. And then he pretty much said – Matty D's the guy I want driving this car if you want to keep this Menard sponsorship. And Matty D doesn't seem like someone who wants to stir the pot. No. And I just feel like that Paul would – and again, it doesn't matter. But it would really kind of leave the Wood Brothers high and dry for now because there is – unlike usual times, there's no obvious replacement. There's no obvious guy unless you bring up a Cindric in that Wood Brothers car. Yeah. And, and I have to tell you, this is going to sound like a hot take. Replacing Maddie D with Cindric is a downgrade. I yeah, no, I, that's not a hot take. That's a, that's truth. So, Cindric well, needs another year or two down in the Xfinity to, to mature. But you just wonder what's going to happen there. And again, the, the forty eight. I, I also wonder if Ross Chastain in the possibility because all can aside, he got he got looked over big time for Matt Kenseth, and I mean that's. No disrespect to Watermelon Man, but that's what should happen. He's Matt Kenseth. You um, think Justin Allgaier gets a second shot? Not a bit. Not a bit. Justin Allgaier has to leave the Hendrick Junior Motorsports Stable if he ever wants a shot at being in the Cup. But it would be to a lower team like an RPM, like a Gaunt Brothers. And then they would – those teams would gladly consider him if they lose their current drivers. But Allgaier's shot of a top ride in Cup – that's D-U-N done, brother. That's D-U-N done. Yep. I agree. So the only other thing that really there is to really talk about that exchange race is Chase Briscoe had a pretty decent performance both days. Was surprised he didn't get the W on either one of those days, but still running strong. She's still the favorite? Yeah. Hell yes, uh, that's a that's a big old ten for good buddy. <laughs> I agree. Like, what are you? They, the pressure's on. Cole Custer can breathe, can unclinch. Uh, I, I, that's right. I said that <laughs> uh, a little bit with getting his kind of miraculous win. Mm-hmm. The, the pressure's on a Clint Boyer, yep. a Cole Custer, and people of that nature at Stuart Haas because Stuart Haas kind of. They've had a history of going, you're not performing as well as we think you ought to be. And so, and he is kicking astronomical pretenses down in Xfinity Series. Mm-hmm. It is the Chase Briscoe and Friends show. We thought the big three was bad. Remember when we all were kind of complaining? Um, you know, remember when we all were kind of complaining about, boy, Christopher Bell, all he does is dominate. And then Reddit kind of came along into that nature, and we just thought, damn, it's the same three, two, whatever. Chase Briscoe is blowing that out of the water. Out of the water. Mr. Brian Dolo said, all the Matty D talk, what's up, my boy Denny Hammy? 
well, Danny Hamley, excuse me. Well, Danny Hamley uh, is, is Danny Hamlin, of course, is a great driver who we don't need to talk about much. We all know we all know where he stands. He's a favorite to win every week. We like to ignore him. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. We like to pretty much ignore everybody. The only person in that Gibbs stable I can stand is Drex. The only yeah. one I can stand is Derek Jones. I, I, I don't mind Jones. I almost I forget about him. Truex. I don't like, like Truex. I don't, I don't mind Jones, even though you, he's he's forgotten. I, yeah. I'd forgotten about him for a second there. He's the forgotten son. But no, but We got the big three and then Eric Jones. <laughs> for those who don't nope. know, that was a wrestling joke. And I'm not going to go as far as I wanted to go with that joke. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't. But you know where I wanted to go. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah. Off topic, Peyton says, but did you guys see that Brendan Gaughan has COVID and no one's talking about it? I didn't see that. And uh, probably no one's talking about it because. Oh, he's going to say something insensitive. Probably. I mean, is it really that big of a deal? Show some respect, young man. <laughs> I have not even heard about it. <sighs> Show some respect. This guy is running all the Super Speedway races, and this is his last year. All right, I'm sorry. Show some respect. He's got COVID. Damn you! Watch I, I do steal Daytona now. <laughs> he is. I he hope is, he does. He is running all the. He's running. He is. all yeah. the two two races this year. And he's done. That's what he said. Is that because? And he's a great plate racer. Yeah. He's. he's, he's yeah. He's would, always in the mix. It would not stun me. It would not stun me at all if we go to Daytona next month and Brendan gone right the next one thing. Matter of fact, I think he was up towards the front during the Ryan Newman. Uh, debacle. Yeah, yeah, he was it. I believe so. I don't know why nobody's really talking about that. It's because he's no, no disrespect, but he's running on. Yeah, you know, he, he's he does, not. Especially when you get it around the same breath as Jimmy Johnson. If he, was yeah, the, if that, he, that was if he was if he was the first case, we talk about it more. And he's not an active weekly driver. Yeah, at the track, he's a he's a part time and you know it just he's John Cena and you know as far as schedule goes, popping in for the four. Races a year, and that's and that's great. Yeah, but yeah. Given the fact that Jimmy just got it, that also makes it go. Well, that's not the first case. Where if he was the first case, we go. Damn, where what? When was the last time he was even near a track? Could we be like, wow? So, by the way, that was that was a little. That was. <laughs> um, Peyton says he was just at Dega. I hope he didn't have it then. Great question. Great thought. But, that is a great thought. But I I would assume he'd been tested. Yeah, yeah. or uh, at least take precautions to wear. Hopefully, he was not quarantined, obviously, but kept pretty far away from everybody else to where Jimmy also could have had it Maybe the race before the it. brickyard. Uh, I, I, I'm i going to play speculation here, purely speculation. I really wonder if Jimmy didn't have a false positive. <laughs> he probably did. I the, re- the way that he got negative so quickly, because we, we said it, that confused the heck out of me. Mm-hmm. Because it was three, like six days later, not even a full not week even yet, a week. and he tested negative. So I, I would say that's either either he was coming off of it and they just caught him on the tail end of having it, or it was a false negative or a false positive. Well, if that is the case, if the fir- if the former of, of your sins is the case, that is a horrible job by NASCAR's testing system. Yeah, and that is scary. I'm praying it was a false positive. So am I. Because that is a horrible job by their testing system if, and we want to stress if, we want to stress if Yeah. that is the case because we don't want anyone lawsuiting us. No. We don't Please want anyone. No. Yeah. 
Only other thing we'll talk about is that punch. I mean, we already talked about it a little bit during the All Star All Star show, but mm-hmm. what do we give it on the ranking scale? Oh, I thought it was pretty big league badass. Uh, I mean, I, I love that Noah Gregson. Is that was, the ranking scale? Uh, so yeah, it was pretty it, big league badass. Yes, I mean, it was. The, the fact that Noah Gregson wanted to play Billy Badass was just awesome to me. <laughs> and I and I like Harrison Burton, who I affectionately call Harrison Burton. Harrison Burton. And look, there's no denying how entertaining that was. Even though it's not necessary, I hear you, you moral uprisers. That's not racing. Yeah, you're right. But damn, it was fun. Yeah, that's the personality we want. Look, personality. I don't know if I would have been more happy if Bubba had punched Michael McDowell or. And then no one talks about though. If anyone could, if anyone held on to the end of that shot, Jeb Burton was coming with a vengeance. Anybody see him had to be yeah. held back. And I was like, oh, here we go. We're getting the whole clan involved now. <laughs> we're about to see Jeb come out of nowhere. I'll say we're going to see a Jeff Gordon Brad K situation so, <laughs> because Jeb came. Jeb, who was starting for the eight car for Junior Motorsports, mm-hmm. if you hang on to that shot, which no one talks about. He was coming like a man possessed, had to be held back by three people, and he's shouting. It looks like a trailer park scuffle on a, on a Saturday night over a <laughs> pack of Newports. <laughs> and it was just, it was great to just, you know, told you to get in the truck, you know, that whole thing. And uh, so he was coming, you know, he was about to defend the fam. His last name's Burton Harrison's last, like, I think it's a bad look for Noah because you're messing with, uh, with, uh, not, I wouldn't go royalty in NASCAR, to at least but, Xfinity a, but, but a noteworthy family in NASCAR. Yeah. And his last, but, but he pulled back and rocket socket him. He did. So Ryan, give us your thoughts more on that. That was a nice clean shot he laid right there too. I mean, you give it the same ranking. Oh, for sure. I mean, that was, that was exciting. I was, I mean, I was trying to celebrate Austin Cindric winning. I was happy about that, but I loved Getting to see that shot right there. I mean, yeah, it was. That, that was a great night all around. But I mean, that was that was a nice, clean shot. I, NASCAR needs more of that, honestly. Yeah. Needs more personality. Hell yeah, brother! I mean, I haven't really seen a fight since. Now, if only we could Gordon get and Chase Elliott and Joey Logano in the same spot. Hey, Joey is not afraid Ooh. to throw down. I haven't seen Chase do it. Well, that's all right. Look, we don't need you. Chase just likes to stand on the track and throw a middle finger up and call it a day and run back to the infield. First of all, that was the most notorious moment of the season so far. <laughs> and admit it, you loved it. Yeah. I did. <laughs> and I was mad. And let's look at it this way. We don't need Chase Elliott to get involved. No, he's, got, he's got valuable assets to it. That, that's a million-dollar face he's got. <laughs> but look, daddy's home. Matt Kenseth is back. He can take care of business. Matt Kenseth doesn't want the problems. The problems. He doesn't. He, he's, not, he's not on Logano's level look, anymore. Look, 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 here's the deal. In a fight, I'm going to take Matt Kenneth. Yeah, no kidding. In, in, a, in, a, pure, no in a pure scuffle. Question. Did you forget what we did to Kyle Busch? What did you do? We? What are you, a mini? Joey? What Joey did to Kyle Busch? He, that, no, that was his That's boy. Kyle Busch. That was, what? <laughs> and, that, and that was Joey's goons. Hey. If Joey, I'm taking Mike, Matt Kenseth or Kyle Busch, I'm taking Matt Kenseth again. That, yeah. that, that was Joey's goons. Joey stood back there like he was getting water splashed on him. <laughs> like, like, no. I don't yeah. know. And, and, it burns. And, again, there's not a level issue with Matt Kenseth. There's a lack of practice issue with Matt Kenseth, sir. We're going to find out if we get practice back. I'm telling you, the moment we get practice back, you give it two weeks after that and he's coming. Okay. Practice? Practice. Right. We talk about, about practice. 
I'll take that action. <laughs> you give it two weeks after we get practice back. Say we, get, say we get it. Say we get right after Daytona, right when the playoffs playoff start. start. You give it two weeks after that. After that race where practice starts. So race three. Gar- yeah, I guarantee you, we're looking top ten, top fifteen is much more consistently. Because he's just ma- he's he's a more talented driver than Magano ever it was. He is. He, they have the same amount of championships. They do, and Magano's going to pass that one day. Yeah, not, not based on this system. Tough to do. We'll uh, see. Danny Hamlin and Matt or uh, Kevin Harvick say uh, no. They also said no that one year, and we still got it done. Oh boy. Barely. This guy. This, this guy. Napper, Napper save. Let's do this thing out of this ditch. <laughs> Let's move on. Well, I, I think there's something that happened after that that we can all take pride in. We got a new winner. We did. Finally. Finally. We got a new winner. And it Nask. was a rookie. It was a rookie, too, which means only three more to go. And we uh, officially hit the pole. It's a four for that red flag, green oh, yeah. flag segment we had. And, and if we get a red flag, boys, for that, I vote we bring in food at next show. I vote we just bring in our collective fast food of choice and we just celebrate right here on the air. I'm down for that. <laughs> All right. Sounds down good for that to me. <laughs> sounds good to me. Yep. Praise hell. Praise Dale. <laughs> praise Dale. So we did. We got a new winner, Cole Custer. And even more than that, we got a rookie, but a rookie no one I, I would imagine expected to get his first win, at least not anytime soon. Cole Custer. Cole Custer. He put that thing into turn one. He, made that- he really did. Uh, Give the man credit. Again, you talk about a stone cold stunner. Yeah. This was it. Cole Custer get, coming out of nowhere. He played Mr. Where did he come from? He came from row four. Out, out of out of all that. And damn, was it good to see. Damn, was it good to see. Finally a new winner. The first time a rookie's won since Chris Buescher won the, the rain-shortened rain Pocono race 2016. Right. Uh, it is so hard to get wins. Let, like, let's consider the fact the Chase Elliott took, what, three full seasons? Yeah. Maybe four. I can't recall at this moment. It's been well, three. William Byron is still looking for that elusive first win. And I got news for you, folks. He's a hell of a driver and, of course, he's a hell of a crew chief on his hand. Yeah. Christopher Bell still looking forward. Of course, he's in that satellite car for Gibson, not quite the funding. But Tyler Reddick still looking for it. Bubble- he's had pretty amazing performances and mm-hmm. still can't. Since the deal. Bubba Wallace has not won. John Hunter has not won. Matty D. Uh, Matty D Matty has D. not won. That was of new winners. That was my personal favorite of getting it first. Matty D. He's in he's in now not quite top tier equipment, but pretty good equipment because again, Wood Brothers is the satellite car Penske, so they get a little bit of the hand me downs. Yeah. Um and so it's pretty good. It was a it, the race before until about the last twenty laps or so, twenty twenty five laps was a snooze fest of it a was. snore. Oh, I agree. It was a great cure for insomnia, <laughs> and I was oh I was I was getting a little sleepy, boys. I was getting a little sleepy. That's right. Sleepy. <laughs> I was getting a little I was getting a little sleepy. That last twenty laps woke you up. Yeah. Oh, I, oh so, suddenly sleepy. Yeah. Suddenly it was. Hey, oh, sleepy, snore, 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 <laughs> snore. All right. <laughs> anyway, so. I think we just made a lot of uh, Ohio State fans really, really mad right now. That's all right. I'm fine with that. 
I'm not fine with that, you Penn State fan. I'm I'm just fine with that. All right, boys, calm down. We're going to stick to NASCAR. We'll save that fight for later. (laughs) Hopefully later this season. (laughs) You know, that's true. Fingers crossed we have a season. Yeah, that's what I mean. Win, lose, draw, we want to have that fight this season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, Cole Custer comes out of nowhere. Loved it. New winner. I could drink with pop happily. And that is what NASCAR needs. A little variety in their winning. You know, we need a little we need a little more of that. A whole lot more of that. The race was a snoozer until then, matter of fact, to the point that Peyton, if you're still watching. Peyton slept through it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh-oh. Now, I, I, again, boys, I will admit, I was getting a little sleepy. A little sleepy. In her defense, she had the drive back, right? Yeah. So she might have been a little warm. Well, why would you assume that, sir? I'm not assuming that. Well, because, I mean, I was getting yeah. video uh, messages see, from. See, now I've, now I've got now I've got a little. But yeah, she she uh, <laughs> now, now, now he's nervous. He's like, no, I have a vision. I don't know. I don't know. What do you mean? No. Can we just move <laughs> on? Yeah, sorry. All right. What'd you think of it, Never? I loved it, except for you're definitely right. It was a little bit of a snoozer. The ending made up for basically everything, but it, it was hard to watch because it, it just seemed like nothing was going on. There was no real back and forth. We had consistent winners consistent people up front for most of the day <sighs> same thing we've been saying for a couple of weeks now is just it's so consistent which is unfortunate because there's a lot of great talent on that track but it's just the same people every single week who are up front but we got a new winner out of it so of course i'm happy uh the one thing that i'm kind of even more happy about is with the exception of I think Kyle Bush or no Martin Truex Jr. and Christopher Bell was another bad day for JGR. We can all be happy about that. Another bad day for JGR. You want to talk about bringing the country together, boys? That'll do it. That that that'll do, Clark. That'll do. Denny Hamlin ran. He ran. He ran. Twenties. Awful. Fantastic. Yeah. He, he found a way with those strategies to get up there and almost out a top ten. Almost. I'll give him credit for that. He almost – and I'll say this. That did give me a little bit of an inkling that we were going to see a new winner just because he was just flat out nowhere near the top ten for Kevin most Harvick of the out of there too, but strategy was, worked for him to get him Harvick, up there. Harvick was the only one – was the one where I was like, eh, he's probably going to pull it off, but he'd never really been up front too much either. I thought I thought if Kevin Fudgen Harvick wins this – Fudging race. Yeah. I'm going to fudge and have a fudging Bud Ruckers stroke. I was excited. I was like, man, he's running about 19th all day. And then that caution fell perfectly in his lap and put him in the lead. I got a little excited towards the end, though, because I thought I was about to be correct because Maddie D gets a third place finish. Almost nearly pulled it off. I'm pretty sure he was my pick to win the race, but I can't remember. Yeah, I think so, because I picked Kevin Harvick and stole your pick, so you wanted to switch it up. That's right. You did. Shame on you. Shame on me. Maybe I'll let you go first this week. Oh, the shame. The shame. What's a shame? But other than that, I mean, eh, 
Snoozer. Snoozer. Boring. I was disappointed to see Bubba Wallace have such a bad run. That's that's with, with that's Kentucky true. and now the Austin race. That's back to back bad runs for our PM. Mm-hmm. That's right. Chase had a little bit of a bad day too, did he? He did. Just, uh, some of the bigger names. It was that was the only really interesting part. Is some of the bigger names had pretty bad days. Well, I would. I'd like to give a little shout out to the rookies because this Kentucky racetrack is hard enough just for the veterans. We mm-hmm. hear that all the time, and we had three rookies in the top ten, let alone one stole the race. That just shows you the the talent level that's in this rookie pool. It shows you the talent mm-hmm. level. Don't don't let the lack of wins fool you by the rookies or lack of even top tens. There's incredible talent here, and there's going to be a lot of stars up, up up and coming for NASCAR. Oh, absolutely. I agree. I was just proud to see all at least three of them in the top ten at a at a tough track. <laughs> I will say, you know, we, we'd comment on JGR, and as much as I love talking crap about them, I will give a little bit of respect to Martin Truex Jr., who I've been crapping on for the last couple of weeks, got up there. He heard you. He was in the mix. Didn't pull it off still, but and? I'll give him I'll give him a little bit of respect because I've been bad-mouthing him for a couple of weeks now, and he's... He pulled it off. A little quick question about Martin Truex. Does anybody find it a little fishy that every week his car seems to fail inspection? He has to start at the rear. I mean, he was on pole for Kentucky, I believe, and he had to he failed inspection three times, had to start at the rear. Same with the All Star race. If you, ain't, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. Uh, but it seems like every week he's going to the rear. Mm-hmm. It's been all season. We'll see what happens this week. We will. Yeah. Who knows? So, I mean, at the end of the day, who's your biggest loser? Who's your biggest winner? I mean, I think oh, I, I'm pretty sure I know who the biggest winner is out of everybody. The, the obvious one. Yeah. Biggest winner? You want to no. give an obvious one or yeah. you want to go for I'll give the surprise. obvious one. I'll give, I'll give the obvious one first. Yeah. Biggest winner, obviously, Cole Custer. If I had to nominate a secondary, uh, uh, Matt Matty D with a nice third place run. And just to get like he's been running consistently well, but that was that was one of the not he hasn't consistently ran up front. It's been a lot of back end top tens, top fifteens. I think that was his best finish. Wasn't yeah, it? and he's kind of he's kind of backdoored himself into the playoff hunt. So biggest winner of the non obvious ones, Matty D. Biggest loser, easily Bubba Wallace. They looked like the last few years at RPM, three laps down, finished like twenty seventh, I believe, and it that really hurt uh, playoff hopes because he is on the bubble, sitting at nineteenth in points, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. And so that's a that's a huge loss for for him. I was wrong. It wasn't his best finish. His best finish actually came in Las Vegas. Second, he got second. So, so yeah, that's that's what I'll go with. The obvious one is what is what of course is uh, Mr. Stone Cold Turkey uh, Custer, and the lack of obvious ones, Matty D. And your biggest loser for me is easily Bubba Wallace, given the the, the struggles and given that he's on the playoff bubble. That yeah. Hurt. Ryan Hill. Well, outside of the biggest winner, obviously Cole Custer. I'm gonna he's gonna be grouped in. I just touched on it a little bit. My biggest winner as a whole would be the rookie class. This yeah. race, Kentucky's a tough track to tame. The veterans complain about how rough it is, how hard it is to win at Kentucky. That's why we see a lot of the same winners. But to see Cole Custer, he got the win. Christopher Bell finished seventh. We had Tyler Reddick get there in the top ten. I think it was a great day for the rookies in general. At a tough track, this isn't a Daytona or a Talladega where it's you can find a way up at the front and get it but they ran well all day like they weren't just hanging around and then found their way maybe cole custer found his way at the end but he made a bold move to 
get that car to stick and get the win. Yeah. So the rookies as a whole, I was impressed with them as a, as a whole this week. My biggest loser, and we'll all be happy about this, we're going to go with Kyle Busch. Fox tried so hard, I believe, to just – Kyle Busch, this is his track. If there's ever going to be a weekend that Kyle Busch is going to get back on track, Kentucky's it. He was the odds-on betting favorite to win, and then he just didn't get it done again. 21st, he had that tire issue. Aww, I was happy about it. That's so sad. But Kyle Busch continues to be the biggest loser of the season in my eyes. Yes. Say it one more time. The, Kyle Busch has continued to be the biggest loser of the season. Not just this week. The season. Hell yeah, boys. I'm so Hell happy. Yeah. Oh, so <laughs> uh, well, mine, kind of me or his, because my two biggest winners are Cole Custer, obviously, and then Matt or Matt DiBenedetto. Just because, like we said, that third place finish definitely not his best as i as i alluded to but it's one of his best and it's definitely trending in the right direction for him doesn't get much better than third no it, it really it I does mean, there's, but two. there's two more two more that get a little better but at the end of the day i think that team is starting to trend in the right direction they're getting it they're putting in the work and who knows maybe we see maddie g in the in the winner's circle at some point my biggest loser though is actually different than both of you because I'm going to go all the way to 25th, Matt Kenseth. Oh, yeah. Say that again. No, no, <laughs> no, because this pains me. This hurts me. I was going to go with him, but I had a feeling you were, so I was leaving the field. I, I have to because you had a second-place finish a week prior. Looked like you had started to figure things out and then just kind of wet the bed. Not so fast. <sighs> And it's disappointing because I, I want to see that team succeed. I want to see him get into victory lane. And I want to see him find – if they do find it after practice or before that even. It, it's just – it was so weird to me to see such a strong performance a week prior completely fall off the next week. Yeah. Like not even the top 15. I would have been okay if it was a top 15 or a top 10. But you fell all the way to 25th. He got a little help from Ryan Newman. Yeah, that's true. That's 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 fair. But at the end of the day, you pull off a performance like that and finish 25th. That's my biggest loser. I'll at a Triton, he's had a lot of good success at it. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's all the racing we really have. So I guess all we have left is some predictions. But not just predictions because we're going to add in a little bit new element here because – as we've noticed the last couple of weeks, we've made predictions. We've said a few things about some drivers and have elicited a little bit of a kiss of death. They have. On some drivers. Most importantly, Tyler Reddick, who I once again would like to apologize to because I uh, ruined his Pocono weekend. Since the apology, he's turned it around. That's true. So I'm sorry. We're not sorry, Kyle Busch. No. We're not. We're, we're just not. Please so, keep stinking. <laughs> we're going to make two predictions. Mm. You're going to give your kiss of death first. Then you're going to make your prediction for the for the race. Who do you think is going to win the race? Gotcha. I have one condition. Actually, two. It cannot be the same driver two weeks in a row. Oh. And if you pick out of the same – like we can't just pick all JGR cars every single week. 
It's a shame. It, it's it got to be different because they're going to get bored if we do that. They're going to love it. We all hate JGR. Well, apparently not your Denny Hamlin friend. Uh, there's a lot of them. <sighs> well, I don't want to tick them off too much. I do. They tick me off all the time. We, we want them to keep watching. They will. <laughs> so I'm going to start with you because you helped me come up with this. So you give your kiss to death first and then give me your prediction for the race. Well, I'm going to get it out of the way. I'm going to throw it out there first. I'm going to steal what I'm not supposed to steal every week. I'm going to stick with JGR. I'm going to give my kiss of death to Denny Hamlin. Well, it's the first one. So the you first can, one. You, you, can pick, you can pick them now. It's I'm just, picking him now. When I'm we get four, four weeks down the road, you can't pick him again. Yeah. So Denny Hamlin, he's my kiss of death because I think he won the last time we were at Texas, I believe. I believe so. I think he won the spring race. Harvick he won, won the, the spring. Fall. Harvick won the fall. So I don't want to see that again. I'm ready to give the kiss of death to Denny Hamlin this week. He struggled last week. I like I like that. It was a little quiet. My phone didn't blow up so much last week. I'll take it. I'll take another week of that. It's good stuff, pal. Um, is that your? Did you give your prediction? For I race? did not. You want to do the prediction first, so I don't steal your guy. Go for it. All right. You guys are gonna be happy. Oh gosh. You guys are gonna love this. This is gonna put a big smile on both of your guys' faces. My prediction to win this week is the man who just won the All Star race. Chase Elliott. I noticed when he he starts hitting on all cylinders, he usually follows up with a great run the following week. I think he's ran fairly well at Texas. Not so certain, but I think he's didn't he win? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did he win at Texas? I don't see him on the list here. Last year? No. No, no, last year. He's never so, won it. So what's your Kansas prediction? Oh, you want Kansas now? You don't want to go no, through you, Texas? You, you wanna you wanna wait. Okay, let's wait. But Chase Elliott is my prediction to win this week. He's going to follow up the all-star race. You, sir. All right. The kiss of death, I'll give it to somebody that I expect to do well, but he always seems to come up short recent in recent years. I expect Jimmy Johnson to do well, so I'll give him the kiss of death because that's what happens here. We expect people to do well, and they don't. Uh, the kiss of death has got to go to Jimmy Johnson. He At one point, he owned this track. And so I expect him to do well, but I'm going to give him the kiss of death. So it's going to be a tough break. He's going to blow a tire or something. Sorry about it, Jimmy. (laughs) My winner for this week, we talked about how he's putting it together. We talked about how they're really finding it at the right time. My winner for this week, Matt DiBenedetto for the Wood Brothers. I really think it's possible. It's another mile and a half track, just as last week was. He got the third place finish. I think he's got two better spots in him this week. Starts 11th. He's backdoored that into the top 12. She's just finding it at the right time. Matty D gets a W this week. He actually stole mine. Yeah, Jeez. See, maybe you should start going first in the segment so you can keep driving. <laughs> maybe I should. So who was your kiss of death? Jimmy Johnson. And yours was? Danny, Danny Hamlin. Hamlin. I'm going to give the kiss of death to Kyle Busch. I see, have to. I want to do it, but I, I didn't know if he needed it. He's doing it to himself. It doesn't matter if he needs it. I'm going to do gonna it whether it. it happens or not. I like it. I want it to happen. Yeah. My winner, though. Who was your winner? I know Chase. his was Mandy D. Yours was Chase. It's going to pain me. I'm going to go Kevin Harvick. I, He's a good player. I know they, I know neither team really – Kevin Harvick had a shot last week, but Denny Hamlin didn't. I just – it's hard to go against those two. And with Kevin Harvick's recent success at Texas Motor Speedway. Two of the last three. Three of the last five. Three of the last five. I have to go with Kevin Harvick. As much as I don't want that 
to happen, I have to go Kevin Harvick. Starts fifth, so he doesn't have far to go. No, he does not. Not at all. So there's another race to talk about. Kansas. Thursday night. Thursday night. That's weird. It is, but I'll take it. Oh, weird. I think they just want to get out of the way before all the other sports come back. Yeah, that's Baseball comes back, I believe, that weekend, so. All right, well. Give it out, get it out of the way and leave the door open. I'll let Logan go first this time since you went first last time. Who's your pick for Kansas? Kansas, I'm going to go ahead and take a guy that's won there before. Again, they're putting it together at the right time as well. I'm going to go William Clyde Chase Race a lot for Kansas. I'm going to go with that one too. (laughs) As much as I try not to pick our driver, that's the one track where it's like, "Ah, I got to pick him. Okay. What about you? I'm going to go all little off the chart this guy hasn't won yet this year so i think we're gonna get a new winner at kansas he's ran well i'm gonna go eric almarola at kansas i think he's putting it together it's just about time for him to finally finish it off it is surprising with that team just there's they're sneaky good sort of like maddie d for the wood brothers and pinsky yeah just kind of hanging out just gonna hang out if you guys remember kentucky he was dominating the first stage it's just once you get out of clean air the way this track is, of course, that would be great for him a little win because that's, of course, where he famously uh, broke his back. That's right. At in the R- RPM car, which opened up the door for for Bubba Wallace mm-hmm. and and all that. So it'd be gr- it would be a nice redemption story for Amaral. I think he'll get it done. Absolutely. Are we doing a kiss of death for Kansas? Do we want to? You want to? Sure. I'll give the I'll give the kiss of death to <laughs> Kansas. Kansas. Uh, mile and a half. I'll give it to Martin Truex. No one has dominated mile and a, mile and a half more than Martin Truex has in recent years. He's got ten mile and a half uh, Ws in but since like 2017, mm-hmm. which is an astronomical amount. Uh, yeah, I'll give it to Martin Truex. And I'm giving this guy my kiss of death just because he was your prediction for Sunday's race at Texas. I'm going to go Kevin Harvick. I don't want to see him possibly win two in a row. If you're right. You almost stole mine, but I changed it at the last second. I'm going to go Jimmy Johnson. It just, I mean, it, it doesn't even seem like a kiss of death at this point because he doesn't. his <laughs> season's already dead in the water at this point. I wouldn't necessarily yeah, agree with that. For the most part. <laughs> season ends today. He's in the playoffs. Yes. He's the last guy in. That's true. That's, that's all that matters. Ryan Newman and Matt Kinsley would kill for that spot. That's fair. I just, I think Kansas is going to be a bad day for him. So I'm going to pick Jimmy Johnson. Oh, hey, we got a couple more minutes here. See if we can get this in. We'll try to do a little quick red flag, green flag, and we'll get everybody on out of here. Let's do it. So I'll do it real quick. Red flag, green flag, the all-star race was better in Bristol. Oh, without a doubt, green flag. Yep. Green flag. It it, it let me down. I was expecting more. Green flag. Uh, I'll add a question on to that real quick, though. Do we think it has a possibility to be better if they change some things? Longer segments, yes. Yeah, agreed. Longer agree. segments. Red flag, green flag, we are going to start seeing a string of new winners. I mean, I know we all just picked consistent winners, but do we think there's a possibility? Red flag. I, I think that people are getting better and figuring out how to adjust to the current climate of NASCAR as far as no practice, no qualifying. We talked about Matty D finding his way. Tyler Reddick seems like he might be due for a win. Uh, I wouldn't even sleep on Austin Dillon at this stage, and you never know when Jimmy Johnson could sneak up. Yeah. Uh, I think there's a, I think there's a real possibility we see some new winners. Yes, I'll red I'm, flag it. I'm going to red flag it also. I mean, I just picked Eric Amarola to get his first one this year at Kansas. I think Jimmy Johnson, he's going to be – you can't 
say he's not going to be in the mix at Texas. He used to dominate this track. So guys like Johnson, Amarola, maybe Kyle Busch. Mm-hmm. We'll see. <laughs> I know. Oh, that hurt. I'm going to red flag it too, though, just because I, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good about this lately. I, I, it was Denny Hamlin failing a little bit at Kentucky was a little bit of hopefully a precursor. And I'm, and he I'm was not way off. Yeah, that's the thing. He was way off. And I, I'm not trying to completely wish bad luck on him because, you know, I, I want to see some competitive racing. But at the end of the day, that to me was a little bit of potentially a precursor to what we might see in the future. Uh, and then red flag, green flag. <laughs> this will make us all happy if it's true. But Kyle Busch will not win a race by the time playoffs start. I'm going to red flag it. Uh, he just, JGR is a hole slipping, and he is, and he's had a t- he's had the toughest time adjusting. I think uh, we see we see Denny uh, Truex has had a lot of genuine bad luck. Denny is dominating overall. He's at Truex has had bad luck. Jones is just doing what Jones does, and then Kyle Busch has some bad luck, but then just not some great cars. They're, as long as there's no practice, he's in trouble. Now, as soon as they get practice back, some of the ones with Kenseth, you give them two to three weeks, look out. So you red flag you give them a, he you will give get that a team win. a week. They're going to dump. So, uh, so I, I don't, I don't think he gets a win. So I'll give it. I will give it the green flag, uh, red flag, red flag. Oh, did we switch it? No, it's always been that way. Red flag means. Oh wait, I read the question wrong. Good stuff, pal. You're right. Kyle Busch will not win a race. Uh I'm going to red flag it also. I don't think he's going to get a win before the playoffs start. If he does, the only chance he's going to have is at a Michigan or a Dover where they run doubleheaders back-to-back. I'm going to red flag it just because Danny Hamlin and Kevin Harvick have been so dominant and so consistent, and he has not been included in that list of drivers already. So I I just don't feel like they know how to grasp it. Like you said, they don't have the practice. Mm -hmm. They don't know – how to find that magic? It doesn't seem like they were close. I mean, he almost won the All Star race. Mm-hmm. I would have counted that as technically a win, but they didn't even get it done at the All Star race. I don't think he's going to find it. Not until the playoffs come, because I'm I'm like you. I think they're going to start maybe testing a little bit of practice at the playoffs. If they're testing fans, they can test practice. Yeah, they're they're gonna at some point once they start adding more fans, they're gonna. We're going to push the waters just a little bit. Mm-hmm. And we're going to stick with what his better half, Peyton, said. She's a KB fan. She said he's not going to win at all this year. So if I'm hearing it from a KB fan, I'm going to stick with it. No wins. Uh, what a happy, th- happy thought to end on. NASCAR's utopia right there. There it is. <sighs> but unfortunately, that is all the time we have. We do have to end on that, even though it's a happy thought to end on. That is Mr. Logan Morris, the madman, Loganity, King of the Hill, Ryan Hill, Hottest Wheel in Motorsports, Hot Wheels, Travis Snapper. This has been the Red Flag Podcast. Keep spinning those wheels, burning that rubber.